And we are off. Uh, we've got an amazing lineup tonight. Um, Maddie, we were really excited last week. We thought we we finally hit the one. And I think this is our first week out of the money. So mm. I get right. Yeah, we were we were due one. Um we're gonna show ourselves some grace. We're we're allowed to have one miss. Um I don't know what happened, but let's just let's do what any champion does. You just forget about it and move on. Well, I I think Alex definitely moved on. He couldn't be uh-huh. here. Um, yeah yeah he's uh he's holding out we need to we need to talk to his representation he's uh he's looking for a bigger bigger slice of the pie he wants the merchandise and you know (laughs) we're gonna work through it listen we don't do those things publicly we're gonna work through it and the millie boys will be back in earnest next week yeah i mean we'll get rick to draft up some sort of agreement yeah yeah no problem rick's on retainer we don't even pay him it's great (laughs) it is the best but um i i all jokes aside alex left us with our pick of the week or with his pick of the week um unsponsored though uh they wanted to hear him they wanted to hear everything about hip fluidity um you know uh, a lot and so matthew stafford he said look you need an anchor um i'm leaving you guys out on an island You, you need to anchor the boat and that's exactly what we're doing um so we're anchoring it behind matthew stafford and alex's pick of the week um at quarterback um, things you love about Stafford, Manny? A lot to like about Stafford this week. Um, he's throwing a lot of passes every week. He's definitely got the volume we're looking for. Um, the Cardinals have given up four QB one weeks so far out of five this year, I think, or however many. Yeah, I think so. So, you know, he's lined up. He's throwing a bunch of passes. The offense looks good. Cup and, and uh, Puka together are really giving him back that sort of cup Robert Woods type options that he had. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, they're chucking the ball around and the Cardinals aren't stopping anybody. So this one's, and he's not that expensive. So it's kind of nice. We can stuff some um, high price guys in. It's 7,300. I mean, it, like I, I kept going to Burrow, right? It's 7,500. Um, mm-hmm. Like maybe, but I think there are more questions still around Burrow than there are around Stafford. Um, yep. It, um, yeah, so we, I mean, let's just stick with the stack, right? And yep. wide receiver, um, Cooper Cup, it's like, you know, he's out, he doesn't miss a step, he's getting 12 targets. Um, we flirted with Puka quite a bit here, too, mm-hmm. I, and for no reason, he's been phenomenal, phenomenal rookie, etc. And it's not that I don't believe in him, I don't, I think he's going to be great. Um, there's just always that week that that rookie kind of falls off a little bit. And I'm I'm worried about being on that <laughs> on that ship. Um, yeah, I mean right it's now. the same reasons as Stafford, right? Like you and I talked about this already. I'm a Puka believer. All of the data last week, he didn't miss a step. He played all the same amount of snaps. He saw all the same amount of targets. He saw high value targets. His ARs were great. But I think that he's the talk of the town, and people we might be able to get a little bit of they forgot about him with Cup, also because he's a little more expensive. So I think a lot of people, we're trying to deviate and, and give yep. ourselves some arbitrage. A lot of people are going to gravitate to, uh, to Puka just because he's a little cheaper. So if we go up to Cup, I think we're going to have less ownership. And I think both of them are going to pop because Arizona can't stop anybody. And they've been moving the ball a little bit. So easy. Yep. That's where I started this week. And I don't think I've deviated from that once. No, I, I think that was a starting point for everyone. And and I think the other thing, too, is right, like, uh, they just shipped out Van Jefferson. Um, so mm-hmm. it's Puka, it's Cup. I mean, we've already played 
Higby as much as humanly possible. Yeah. <laughs> no more Higby. Never go full Higby. It's Higby over. It's a little break from us. Um, <laughs> yeah. This will probably be the week he goes off. So if of you want to yeah. um, play Higby and Tutu Atwell, because um, <laughs> we'll take credit for it if he does. No problem. Exactly. Um, we told yeah. you where, where to spend the money. Yeah. Um, so tight end. Um, this was a week we thought about spending up a little bit and, and mm-hmm. you know, the Minnesota game um, with Justin Jefferson out against Chicago, it just seemed like, okay, this, this might be a Cole commit week. It might be a Hawkinson week. Um, and then we had some other options and Kyle Pitts is where we landed. And so, you know, quote unquote broke out for 87 yards. I mean, he's extremely talented. He was a top 10 pick for a reason. He's athletic as it gets. Um, and, He's also seeing targets um, at a much higher rate than he had. Um, That's not to say that Art Smith, the head coach for the Falcons, isn't going to keep running the ball 35 times if he can help it. But I think Pitts is getting a little bit more comfortable with Ritter. Ritter is probably getting more comfortable with Pitts. And you have the stat on the commanders, right, with the tight end. Yeah. Um, So commanders are giving up 16. I just had it in front of me. 16.9 16.9 fantasy points a game to tight end so far. That's good for four tight end, tight end one um, finishes. So, again, this is just – we have enough data now, right? We're a month into the season. Yep. These teams are what they are. The trends are matter. They matter now. Um, what do Pitts and uh, Zoolander have in common? <laughs> is this – is this on like at the bottom of a popsicle stick? Like is uh-huh. this... essentially, or the other side of a uh, Nantucket nectar's cap, whichever you prefer. <laughs> no, I have no idea. You tell me. Can't turn left. He cannot break. He cannot make. He does not run routes that force him to turn left. It's the craziest thing ever. I saw it on Twitter, and it was true. There's something wrong with him. I think he might have an ankle injury or something. He refuses to take left turns, so he's literally just running routes like digs straight down the fields or posts. That's it. Um, but. 11 targets, that sounds good to me. Ritter still stinks, but he can get the ball to Pitts a few times, and if he gets in the end zone, we're in business. But we're just playing against Washington here. That's really the play. Um, and their run defense, they have they have a good run defense up front. Yep. So yep. They're going to need to throw the ball to stay in the game. Um, <laughs> that's too much time on Atlanta-Washington, I think. But I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another game that we shouldn't spend a whole lot of time on. Uh, Minnesota-Chicago. We've got one guy there, and ESPN had the lineup locks of the week. They had Kirk Cousins, Fields, DJ Moore were were popular from our previous guests. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks um, to Ryan Bastow and or uh, Alex and Ryan, yeah, Al Ryan Ripkin. Sorry, um, I, I've screwed up, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Bastow, he's going to think you're doing it intentionally. Now I'm going to get a text about that. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if you haven't checked out the episode, check it out. But um, they were big on this game um, and they love DJ Moore, Justin Fields. We flirted with it. Uh, and the one guy that ESPN didn't rank that um, or say that was a lock, I think we have to go with and he's going to see targets galore is KJ Osborne. Um, so it's another cheap pick, 6,200. Uh, he's had two down weeks, you know, against the Chargers in Carolina, three and two targets, but six, six. And as soon as Jefferson went out, you know, he's up to nine targets. So I think you can expect 10, 11 targets, 12 targets for deep. Um, for three eight. things, three things about this pick. Yep. 
The Bears obviously don't play any defense. They're giving up an average of 46.4 wide receiver points per game allowed. Six wide receiver one or wide receiver two weeks. Um, Osborne runs more of the routes that Jefferson ran. Addison does not run those routes. He's also banged up, but we're hoping he plays because I think shiny new toy. It's just like Adam Thielen. Nobody wants to play these guys. Osborne's been around. He hasn't really popped that much. I think, again, just like Cup and Puka, I think more people will play Addison because he's a little bit cheaper and he's like newer and younger. So it just makes sense to just try to get that pivot off the field. Yep. Um, I love it. Do you want to take us through a running back here? Yeah. So remind me, I know we've got... Um, we can go to Houston if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. So we ended up, to save a little money to get some of these guys in the lineup, Um both of our running backs actually are coming from this game, so we can hit them both, right? Yeah, we can. Um, first one is Kamara. He is two weeks back from suspension. I don't think there's any buzz around him. Nobody's really playing him too much. Um, he's seeing incredible volume out of the gate. He's still under 8,000. Um, all these things are in his favor. I mean, he got 22 carries last week. He saw three targets. He saw 14 the week before, which was a weird game. That won't happen again. But he saw but, I mean, yeah. Twenty-five targets, both or twenty-five touches, rather. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Houston doesn't stop the teams. Tend to try to beat Houston um, on the ground, but I think even more than that, like Kamara is one of their probably two playmakers. So if Stroud is good again, which he has been all year, then they're going to have to score points, and it's going to involve Kamara and it's going to involve Olave. So he's an easy pick. Um, traditionally, you don't run it back with the running back from the other team, but. It's a good matchup for Pierce, and he allows us to fit some more people in because his price is a little depressed at 5,900. Um, New Orleans has given up seven RB1, RB2 weeks so far, 24 and a half points per game. So I think Stroud will probably keep him involved. My only fear there, if we're being honest with our fans and our listeners, is that he doesn't see a lot of targets. Yeah, he's not going to see more than three or four. But 5,900, if he gets into the end zone once, you know, he gets us 12, 13 points. That's all we need out of that price point. So it made sense. It made sense to do it. Yeah. And and our one of our, or I think our only other wide receiver um, is Jamar Chase. So it allowed us yep. to get up to 9,300. And we're not chasing the 44. No pun intended. Actually, nice. almost intended. yeah, some pun, most fun, big um, pun. We're not chasing the 44, you know, points from last week. I mean, we're not going to see 19 targets. He called out like, look, I'm always open. Um, yep. Matter, get me the ball. But mm-hmm. They need to win games and, you know, they need to win at home, especially uh, for like some of these mid-tier teams like Seattle. Um, they're they're going to need to, you know, do everything humanly possible um, yeah. to get chase the ball. And, and Higgins is probably going to play, but be yeah, limited. Right. So he'll be like a good decoy to take some attention away. Like, you know, he's just going to get fed targets. It's, it's a no-brainer. And the Bengals look good again. Burrow looks like he's getting healthy. And Mixon doesn't look right still. Like he's, nope. um, I, I don't. I think we've seen the best of Joe Mixon. I'd, I'd be Ugh, shocked. He looks terrible. Appearance on this uh, podcast. I mean, he's just getting. He's got like one yard average after contact. Like he's just getting touched and falls. It's like flag football for him out there. He is a shell of himself. So great tackles. He can't, you know, beat anyone. He can't make moves in the open field if he's even nope. getting in the open field. But nope. their playmaker. Um, 9,300, it's expensive, but I'd expect to see another like 12 to 15 targets. And there's no reason he can't turn 
at least two of those into into score. So Vegas has their team total at 25 and a half. They haven't budged. So that's a lot of points. That's they got to come from somewhere. That's at least three touchdowns. Um, and if Dixon isn't scoring them and Higgins is banged up, you got to hope maybe two of those who go to chase again. So, yeah, he's expensive enough where some people might not play him. It could work out for us. Yep. Um, and then our flex, we were we were debating this for a bit. Um, flex wide receiver uh, doesn't even have his picture on FanDuel, which I usually shy away from. I'm like, oh, no, uh-huh. no about this guy. Um, but, you know, his his had games of over 10 targets has kind of a juicy matchup with Jacksonville as Josh Downs. Um, tell me a little bit about the Jacksonville uh, what they're giving up to wide receivers because I thought that was interesting when you were telling they're, me. They're getting torched too. So 39.2 uh, fantasy points a game, five, uh, sorry, six wide receiver, one or two weeks, which is tied for second most in the league so far. Um, he's shown the ability to get open. So on the downside with him, his average oh. depth of target isn't, yeah, you like that? We're doing double puns tonight. Um he doesn't run deep routes, right? So his average depth of target isn't great. But honestly, at 5,600, if he has a week like he had last week, six catches for 97 yards for 13 points, it's just like Pierce. It kind of works. Yep. Um, and there's just a lot to be had there because Jacksonville gets smoked through the air. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. We can save some money there. It, it makes a lot of sense for us to save and do it that way because Minshew might lock onto him like he did at the end of the game last week. Right. And and we looked down at like we had when we picked downs, we had somewhere from fifty six hundred to sixty. We had up to sixty one hundred to spend. Yeah. And we didn't love a lot of the options there. Um, yep. You know, there was like it was Michael Thomas. It was, you know, some of these guys that it just didn't feel good. <laughs> um, so and down. Jacksonville is a is a pass funnel defense, too, already. They don't they stop the run really well. Um, and they get after the quarterback a little bit, but yep. that means maybe turnovers, maybe, you know, um, Indy's playing from behind. And I do expect Indy to play from behind at Jacksonville. So they're going to And be- on top of all that, the pace of both of these teams matters. This is, they both play with a lot of pace. That was with Richardson. So we'll see, but I think Minshew plays with some pace too. Yes. And I know Jacksonville does. I mean, combined, these two teams are tied this week for the highest, like combined pace. Um, the Chargers and Cowboys are right behind them, but they're not on the slate, obviously. Yep. And then the Texans and Niners and Browns. So they're playing with a ton of pace, which means they're getting more plays off. And that benefits the receivers more than the running backs. So we're going to roll the dice. And defense, um, we've got the Atlanta Falcons. Um, yep. They popped week one a little bit. They've had a you know a fumble recovery, a couple picks. Um, they're playing Washington, though. And yep. Washington been turning the ball over at least once maybe twice a game um they're up to 4100 uh not a lot of sacks yet um they're averaging about one per game i expect like this might be a week that at atlanta uh it's not a must-win game but i i think the defense is going to be able to turn it up and atlanta doesn't have like or washington doesn't have you know the the playmakers that are getting open consistently like Dotson McLaurin and and also I think there's been some struggles from Sam Howell like he looks fantastic one minute um and then all of a sudden 
you know, he's he's throwing the ball into double coverage and turning his back to the offensive line. So the Bears scored double digit fantasy points against this team last week. Their defense, five sacks, a pick, a fumble recovery, and the Bears are a disaster. So, like, we'll just take the easy points. There's going to be at least three, four sacks. You can count on it. Howell is going to break every sack record that's ever existed forever. Yeah, forever. So it's easy. This one's and I don't think a lot of people will play them either. Um they're not like like a little bit higher price right so we're being a little bit contrarian here we had some other guys on the contrarian list um and you know we looked at jonathan taylor i think we both paused at 6500 and it's like oh is this a week he goes off for 35 but um it just doesn't make sense jacksonville's not the team to do it against no Uh, so um well we we have done it um we're not and by the way um, you know, we're, we're doing this with Alex, like behind us here, he's rooting us on. So I know we said at the very beginning, look, you know, Alex has taken off. He's, uh, America's Rick, best. Rick works quick. He litigates fast. So we just got a text in from Alex. Um, yeah. he wondered about, um, uh, the Chris Berman nickname of the week. Yeah. He was very into it. He said, I don't, the only thing I care about is missing that. Um, so Josh, there's no downside to his game. Yep. Um, I had to use one of the puns. We used too many already. I feel like it's organic. It's organic. It's, you know, it's all, it's just what the people need and everybody can feel good about that. No empty calories in that one. So yeah, he, he really needed it um, to have a great weekend, but anyway, Maddie, I think we've done it again. Um, we're going to get back in the money this week. For sure. Special Yeah, special guest coming next week to join AB, Maddie, myself, um, Mm -hmm. you know, add some information, add a little bit of context to some of the picks we've got coming up. But um, in the meantime, enjoy your uh, Mm -hmm. $300,000. You'll probably have to split. Don't spend it all like that. You see that guy that won the the Powerball, the $2 billion? Is he out already? He's out. And not only is he out, he bought a $25 million house, a $42 million house, a $7 million house, a $400,000 car. After taxes and everything, with California taking what they take, he only got $995 million. And he's cruised through like a third of it in a week. And you know what? I love it. What a move. Just like, just let it fly. The houses is he just like walking around them and then going? They're not even in the same places. They're like in different states. Like, you know what? Honestly, He's doing it right. This guy's doing it right. He's a case study. He's going to be, he's going to be the one that makes it. <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> even more financial advice for everyone. Um, so Gibby, 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 you got big plans tonight? Uh, no, I mean, the Broncos kick off at 8.15. So. Oh, uh, no way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and also if you want to go Broncos money line and the under, I yeah. don't do that for you. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I can't, I can't say I like that for anybody, but I'm into it. Um, is and Swift is in the building tonight too. So I mean, is there a is there a Swift Sierra uh, matchup that's going to happen? Well, I can't wait to not watch. <laughs> I'll be watching no matter what, even if we're down eighty um, with two seconds left in the fourth yeah, quarter. We I told you earlier, your passion both uh, impresses me and concerns me. So you're right in the middle. I, that's fair. Um, yeah. That's the right lane. All right. Good night, everyone. Later. AB, we miss you. Love you, bud.
Thank you.